0: Back to the show that is only good if it's not Monday. It's Pro Grapplers. Introducing first. I am getting my inoculations to avoid the diseases you people carry. I am amazing Jason Sigler. And my opponent. He is lying that close to a horse's wiener. He better be worried about getting pissed on. He is Steve the Shin Kicker Shinny. Okay, so (laughs) the, the last two weeks of WWE programming especially regarding aop or should i say aopp (laughs) have been about drake maverick and peeing on things i I, Uh, I get that so that makes
1: perfect sense
0: well so i i was like okay what's the first pee joke that comes to my mind and it's the one from robin hood men in tights where the sheriff Uh, you know gets his gets the strap cut and he ends up upside down next to the yeah, yeah yeah okay yeah Dave Chappelle. a yeah. Great comedian. Yeah, yeah.
1: And that's a fantastic movie. It still holds up. Um so that's, that's who you get to be this week. That's, I wanted to start with the bad stuff. Man, there's Get out of the way. Two weeks of wrestling, and the best thing you can come up with is a Mel Brooks joke from our no, childhood.
0: No, no. Like, like I said, the, the the intros were meant to be about the bad stuff, which is raw, because we're going to talk about the good stuff, which there's a lot of there's plenty of good these last two weeks, because if you haven't missed missed us we've been gone for two weeks so we got a lot to talk about um so i wanted to get the dean ambrose bullshit and the well and the aop bullshit out of the way um there's other bs to talk about as well but that, those those i wanted to just you know get out there because they are the most talk most about wrestling yes uh, disappointing is uh, uh, this past episode of raw made me feel like why why do i bother doing this every monday night wasting three hours when i could be doing something else and just watch it after the fact and still be disappointed but have less of a feeling of man i wish i did something better with my life for that three hours (laughs) that that that's how this past episode of raw made me feel and i that i i have not felt that way about smackdown in a very long time and i I think that's testament to the writing on that show the characters the tighter two hour runtime I don't uh, know, last week, smackdown
1: was pretty lame. They they really stepped it up this it, week.
0: It wasn't again, like you said before we started the show, in a vacuum, yes, it wasn't great, but in comparison to the episode of raw that came just before it, like there's no comparison. So, we'll we'll get to all that. Um we want to talk about all the wrestling and all the all the crazy stuff going on, but I think we both agree that in the end it's the matches that really uh, stand out and help us to remember the good moments in each week so we'll start with our match of the night yes, 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 yes. and i i am cheating a bit here uh my first match of the night is all of nxt takeover war games 2 <laughs> that's like holy crap was that matches. a great show uh technically five matt riddle did get a match with Cassius Ono. <laughs>
1: That's very true. And I rang his... the
0: bell. Matt Riddle knocked his ass out. Uh I thought for uh I, I, he's older, I get that, and that this is probably the place that he should be in. But it it, it must really suck at some points to be Cassius Ono right now.
1: Oh, absolutely. I like Cassius Ono is amazing and I mean, yes, putting over Matt Riddle's great, but you could put like the jobber they got for Matt Riddle's first match did better than Cassius Ono.
0: Yes. Yes. That's, I, it, it's also, you know, cash Zono, you know, coming out literally is saying, I'm going to knock you out so fast. You won't even your, your first met, ma- you won't even remember your first match, bro. Just keep saying bro. And then when he, yeah, just hits him with the knee and I thought cash Zono for his part, did an amazing job. Like it happened so fast that he's still trying to stand up, but his legs won't let him because he's actually knocked out. Just like, Oh man, I got to stand up. This match is just starting. I'm like, Whoa, what's happened to my legs? I, I thought he did a great job selling that. And mm-hmm. also, I mean, it, it's it's a very memorable indexed uh, takeover uh, intro for Matt Riddle.
1: Yeah, it was great. It, it worked out very well. And uh, yeah, it, I, they've, I think they realize what they have in Matt Riddle, which they don't always. And I think they're going to push him to the moon. And this was just a way to kick that off. Why they didn't start like this, I don't know, but...
0: Uh, it's yeah it's a I, I, the fact that you know we're ready for takeover to get started and then they're like oh wait a minute this isn't even a match on the card what are we doing here man is like yeah hey, i want to fight right now bro so i'm gonna knock you out bro and then whoops he got knocked out bro and that's that's that that's the it's just over I, I think the best part of the whole thing was when he uh came to the ring and jumped and flipped both his shoes off at the same moment that is a very very good uh taunt that i can't wait to see in the next video game at the very least (laughs) just give to all of the wrestlers they all undertaker comes to the ring instead of cutting his throat or whatever he just jumps and woo, my boots fly off (laughs) um so then we got to the the matches proper and like you said it was just four matches on the card but holy crap were they four amazing matches and uh baszler's sane i i loved because it it told the the story it should it also got the uh the two of the four horsewomen involved and it 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 was a lot of what i expected but it was all still executed very very well
1: yeah yeah zero surprises exactly what it needed to be it was one of those weird moments where you're like huh i I, well i guess i knew that was going to happen I'm a really good wrestling fan. I know the things. Ha <laughs> ha. Well done everybody. Yeah. yeah. But when the things you predict
0: are Dakota Kai will come down and kick somebody in the face and Io Shirai will hit a gorgeous moonsault from the top um I, those are those are things you are happy to predict because you you can't wait to see them happen and uh, Absolutely. Yeah. So um I, we are it seems like we're moving towards those three uh, Baszler, Shafir and Duke uh, taking on Sane kai and shirai for at least uh, some period of time uh, I, I as i mentioned before the show to steve i have seen the spoilers for the next few weeks of nxt tapings and i uh, agreed not to talk about them here not just yet at least uh, until he accidentally sees them
1: or yeah uh, just can't i don't even know if it's worth trying it. to avoid them they're everywhere so uh...
0: i mean uh, it, there's not that many sources but uh, but uh it, but I it's when you want me to tell you, I will be happy to talk about it, and when not, I will just sit here, like almost exploding from the excitement because I can't wait to see what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, they're 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 building that rivalry, which I think will do wonders for Duke and Shafir. I think they will do a great job uh, learning under Baszler, who's you know got this stuff down at this point. But also, you know, the other team is full of it's Kai, Shirai, and Sane. Those are three amazing women to learn from. So I th- I think that will only benefit them uh, in their learning as they are in NXT.
1: Yeah, it should be a good 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 storyline. Very very excited for all that actually. So should be fun. And
0: uh, uh culmination we saw was in Alistair Black taking on Johnny Gargano. Um, I know a lot of people have called this the match of the night uh, of TakeOver. And I, 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 every match was good in its own way, so yeah, I don't know that I'd say. Yeah, but it, it, it was awesome. And uh, delivering two black masses and both of them looking like they hurt like hell. Yeah. Um, I, I give the credit to johnny gargano i don't, i i know you know when you kick you slap your thigh or you slap your whatever and make it sound like it hurt way worse but that just looked like he just he just paintbrushed him both times and i i thought that and the the pathos going into the match and the the back and forth and johnny you know getting darker and darker as the match went on uh but Alistair, you know, finally uh, absolving him of his sins. <laughs> just kicking him right out of his head. Uh, Is that all yeah. you have
1: to do to get absolved for sins? Get kicked in the head?
0: I mean, I, that's what I understand. When you're a Catholic, that's what you do. You you go to mass, <laughs> and that's what, it's, that's what it's for. You go there, and everybody just marches down the aisle at the end of the service, and the priest takes turns kicking you across the face. So you just kind of you, you fall into, like, a wheelbarrow, and then they just wheel you off, and, you know, you... Get the smelling salts out in the, the vestibule, and then you, you're off on your way. That's what Mass is for Catholics, right? <sighs> I, can I, can I, that please be what Mass is for Catholics? I, I, I'm not Catholic. Go ask a Catholic. Okay. I will ask my Catholic friend.
1: Yeah, tell them that exact joke. See, see if they look at you any better than I just did.
0: Well, they probably don't watch wrestling, so they're not going to get that part. They're just going to be like, no, that's stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> So that's that. Those aren't people I need to talk to. <laughs> I do need to talk to people about Champa versus Dream because holy crap was that match! Yeah, see, I think uh, I have to give
1: this one my match of the night personally.
0: I would, I would agree. I, I think Velveteen Dream is is already the total package. He is something uh, special. I, I, yeah, I just, his look like he's so tall and lanky that when he crashes and burns on that elbow. It, it just looks like every bone is broken. Like something about when, I, when, you know, uh, Ciampa was laying across the ropes. I'm just like, y- you know, that's a bad idea, right? Like that's not going to end well for you. And he goes for the elbow and, and misses completely and just goes to the floor. And I, and also when, uh, when he hit the death rally driver outside, rolled him back in and hit the elbow. That was one of the best near falls I've seen in quite some time. Like, everybody thought that was it. Like, that, that, it, it, that, the momentum just felt like, oh, the, man, this is where he wins the title. And then Chompa kicked out, and everybody's like, no, you stole it from us. Our dream came true. <laughs> <laughs> huh? They're just not ready for that yet. No, no. And I, I mean, I, when you get to the spoilers or when you get to those episodes, you'll, you'll see why and what they're building towards. But, um, yeah. It's and I also loved uh Champa cutting a promo afterwards and saying, you know, the the dream is a prodigy. Like he is he is one of the best right now. But how good does that make me for having beaten him? <laughs> like I, yeah. It was it was perfect like actual you know the NXT oh good job we all did such a great job, but also I'm so much better because I won. <laughs> it was very very quintessential Tommaso, so uh, the final match was the war games match. I think this was my, my least, uh, my, the worst match of the night. And again, that's absolutely does not mean it's a bad match. It just, you know, I, I liked the, the, the story they told with it, with the undisputed Era going out and then fish coming out last and actually locks done in the cage with another lock, just to give himself a little more time, and throws a key out to the crowd like that. That at least gave something new to the match that wasn't just now. This guy comes in, and this guy comes in, and this, and we're all in. Now the match starts. And also when he came down, he get or was it was it Fish or was it O'Reilly? I think it was Fish. Yeah. Um, yes. Pretty sure Fish came down last. I think um. So. But he also like grabs all the weapons, like gets chairs and tables, and is like, "All right, guys, now we can go to town. They only have three men. Let's do this." and then of course Dunn finally gets out and uh, yeah I I like the story of the match more than I think the, the match itself and also th- next time step out maybe like a couple more steps for Ricochet because he can literally flip across that ring backflip that is like, I think I think uh, uh, Cole was the only one, like, back there far enough to actually catch him. Everybody else just kind of watched, like, oh, look, we didn't catch the flipping man.
1: <laughs> well, you get used to, like, this is how far a human being can jump. This is where I need right. to be to stop the human being from crashing to the ground. You need to remember you're not wrestling a human being when you're in there with no. Ricochet.
0: <laughs> yeah. I also, I honestly think if they hadn't caught him, he would have just turned into Sonic, like Sonic the Hedgehog, on the ground and just kept like spinning. It's like, oh Jesus, everyone get out of the ring! Yeah, so, um, yeah, that was the, that was the fun high spot. There was a bunch of others. Uh I, one of my highlights of the match is just listening to Mauro Ranallo call the entire thing cuz everything is just the worst most destructive thing you've ever seen in your life. My god, Cole, what did you just do? Uh yeah. I, he he is a huge uh addition to the NXT brand, I think, and I I hope he never leaves, but you know, I'm sure that won't happen, so. Um so Takeover is in the books. Uh, we knew it would be awesome it exceeded our expectations somehow Survivor Series uh, didn't uh, quite uh, the, the matches themselves the Survivor Series matches outside of the men's uh, did really nothing for me uh, the men's I loved just for um, and this is kind of getting into another segment which I will play the segment thing, the segment tag for here is a killer gimmick and uh the killer gimmick in that match that i loved was miz uh denying his entire team because he hated them all because he didn't choose them daniel bryan did but uh forcing shane mcmahon to live out his own tropes three times when he's his ragged carcass being dragged up to the top for like no go do it the coast to coast come on you can do it you're shane mcmahon I, I was legit laughing at, at him having to pull himself up to the top rope. and like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> but it's all I have. It's my only contribution. Uh, yeah, that, that was my favorite part of the Survivor Series matches.
1: Yeah, that, that was fun. I did what, like... I, I was hoping to do more with it. They still have just kind of left Shane McMahon in this weird state now where I guess he's cock-teasing The Miz with, a, like, this... The Miz actually want to team up with him now? I don't know. So that was weird. But anyway, we can talk about that later. Um, Yeah. Like Survivor Series matches are supposed to mean something. And in the era of the brand split, I don't think brand versus brand is the way they should go because that doesn't mean anything because they can never reference it later.
0: Well, and they also even they, – they showed on – they showed their homework. They showed on paper why this doesn't matter. When SmackDown won the pre-show, uh, the kickoff Survivor Series match, which is the tag team match they put on there, uh, SmackDown won that one, even though apparently backstage We're chatter is to. that they, they weren't supposed to. Yeah, it was supposed to be Raw, so they could get a clean sweep. But SmackDown won, and their excuse later on for how Raw got a clean sweep on Survivor Series – Kickoff doesn't count,
1: <laughs> and and the entire at, at WWE universe said we know.
0: Yeah, I mean, we get that. We we, we knew this already, but thank you for telling us. Um, and New Day, of course, harping on it and having the six and one shirts. Uh, it's, it, it, yeah, like you said, none of it mattered. Uh, a lot of it was fun, and uh get, getting to the other fun matches in Survivor Series. Uh we'll we'll end with the best. But um Buddy Murphy Mustafa Ali uh was not surprising to to anybody who has watched 205 live, but man, did they they tore it up for a good 5 10 minutes. Yeah, that was great. I like that one a lot. I those are two of the best guys, two of the best cruisers they have right now and uh getting to watch them on Survivor series on the main card, not on the kickoff like they put the tag match on the kickoff and this actually made the main card and that that was a uh, I think a really good spot for them. They seem to be going back to their let's get more luchas outside of 205 live. So people will watch it thing. I don't know if that, that they're just trying that again, but uh, it's, it, it, it's fine. I, I don't mind watching these guys more places. So uh, especially buddy Murphy, put him on everything. Um next to UK. Why not? He's <laughs> part of the Commonwealth he's Foreign he's foreign yeah might as well it'll work for people um another match uh, that i definitely had to talk about was brian versus lesnar oh man
1: i marked out so hard for this
0: i marked out after the first like five minutes where it seemed like we were getting a a just standard brock lesnar match where he destroys daniel Bryan. that was the genius of it
1: like if, it they, was. if they had started him going strong the whole time, this would have been just like, Oh, that's interesting. Neat. Okay. But it would have been like the AJ Styles match, where we're like, well, that was a good match from Brock Lesnar. Can't believe he actually pulled something decent out. Way to go, Daniel Bryan for carrying it. But no, the fact that they started out and just got us in the like in the emotional state where we thought they had taken everything from Daniel Bryan and then vicariously taken it from us and then it was like we were the ones kicking Brock Lesnar in the dick, and it felt so good.
0: It really was. And it's, I mean, Daniel Bryan was a heel going into the match, really. And then, you know, he takes that one suplex on his head, and we're all just worried. We're all just, oh, oh my God. Did he break Daniel Bryan again? Have we? We just oh. we just
1: got that, Daniel Bryan.
0: Yeah, seriously. Don't take that from us, you big oaf. And then, yeah, to watch Daniel... Uh, get get the the kick, and then it's all downhill from there for Brock Lesnar until, you know, he decides, oh, wait, I'm Brock Lesnar. I can just kill this small Viking child. This was –
1: I think this was the match of the – I don't know if it was match of the year for me. No,
0: we're going to get to the match of the night next. No, no. Like,
1: I mean, that was great, but the whole time I was just like, this would have been better with red hair. Anyway.
0: It was very good, and also – watching him smile at the end of the night and then on SmackDown, you know, saying like, thank you, Brock Lesnar for finally beating the last bit of good out of me. Cause now I understand that I can just have a dark heart and keep this title forever. So thank you for that. Um, yeah, I, I, it, it told a good story. And like you said, it subverted our expectations and, um, yeah, it was just a very good match, but the match of the night, uh, easily was Charlotte flair versus Ronda Rousey. Where Charlotte, Goddamn, Flair decided to start being a Flair and lost the match by DQ by using the kendo and then just beats the holy hell out of Ronda Rousey with the kendo stick and the chair and it it was it was as if Becky Lynch you know they, they Freaky Friday'd backstage <laughs> before she came out and said I'll take this one you just stay back here and it was it was channeling the man out there because. That was, that was an awesome match. Yeah, it, it
1: was really great, and I, I really did like it. It just didn't feel like it had. It, it was it was kind of like the uh, the AJ Styles Nakamura match, the first one, where we're like okay, that was a good match with this the the turn was the whole interesting thing at the end. Like it was just I don't know. It was great. It, don't get me wrong, but Daniel Bryan Lesnar just ticked so many boxes and took me on such a ride where this one was more just like it was a single emotion of these two people just beating the piss out of each other and that's great whereas Daniel Bryan was the whole range of sports and wrestling fandom all in one 10 minute package so uh,
0: Charlotte's been so neutered since Becky became a thing and also just kind of for a while now uh, uh, just I, I haven't been into her matches at all so this this for me was the turning the return of you know, Charlotte is is legit, and I she's carried it through on SmackDown, and now it looks like we're getting uh, Charlotte, Lynch, and Asuka in a triple-threat TLC match.
1: Heck to the
0: yes. I mean, the women on Raw are, are floundering what? right now. The, the women on Raw are floundering right now. Yeah. Very, it's very bad.
1: The best thing the, a woman on Raw has done was uh Bailey's face when she said hell I don't know if she really is as saccharine and good as she as her character is or if she's that good of an actress but she looked like she got way too much pleasure from saying the word hell like she like I'm the good girl at church and I'm gonna say hell it was perfect that was amazing everything else that the women have done has been so so subpar but I want to give Bailey mad props for that in kayfabe,
0: I would say the best thing the women on Raw have done is Alexa Bliss becoming the GM of women
1: on Raw. <laughs> I mean, that's great. You can put Alexa Bliss anywhere, and I'm I'm down with yeah. that. But
0: yeah, but uh, but the the women on SmackDown, right? That that match going into TLC is
1: far and away my most anticipated match. Well, and even that that uh, Battle Royal leading into it, we're like, oh, it's another Battle Royal. Like, no, I was I was into that. Like, there were four yeah. or five women there who could have taken that. Yes. And they picked and, the best and... one, so that was good. But there were several other people who – because it depends what they want to do with it. If they just want someone to eat a pin, any one of those women could have been great.
0: Yeah. I, I would argue probably Naomi, Naomi because I I can't see you putting uh, Sonia Deville in that match just because I, I like her and I want her to get pushed. But that's too quick of a uh, – she can't hang with Lynch and Charlotte yet. But Asuka is like a, oh, okay, now she could win that match.
1: Yeah, well, that's what I think they're going to do. I think if you want any if you want someone else to win, it had to be Asuka, possibly Naomi. But then you're going, taking it in a very different direction. Asuka, you can kind of keep a lot of things in the air as it is right now.
0: Well, and also, we're going into January soon. So uh, Asuka won the Royal Rumble last time. Mm-hmm. So have her be the champ yep. and have we, – we get Charlotte and Becky – in the Royal Rumble, you know, fighting the last two to see who's going to go to WrestleMania to fight Oscar, or that.
1: I want them to be number one and two and number 30 and 30 or er, 29. I want them both to Iron Woman this thing. I mean, I want the the
0: the the right and true uh, thing to happen. And Becky Lynch wins and she decides to go after Rousey yeah. on Raw, because why wouldn't you? Because nobody else on Raw can.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, <literally>. <laughs> <There's>... <laughs> that's true. Like someone from SmackDown needs to win the Royal Rumble and needs to challenge Ronda Rousey because no one on Raw is is doing anything.
0: Yeah, uh, Nia's getting fed to her at the at TLC, it seems like. And uh, I mean,
1: and there's Tamina. No, I mean we we all know uh, Sasha Banks or Bailey could do it, but they're not in a place. Storyline lies.
0: Nope, doesn't seem like it. I just want it, so. them to do
1: well in the Women's Rumble so they don't look like goofs. Like, get some vin- vin- vindication on everything.
0: I'd appreciate that as well. Uh, quick shout-out in the Match of the Night segment to the SmackDown Live tag teams. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> hold Once again, <laughs> everything I just said about the women of SmackDown, I want to say about the Smack teams, the tag teams of SmackDown. They're the only teams in the world right now.
0: Yes, and they, uh, like I said, held it down in Survivor Series, and also they've been doing combos of New Day, Usos, Bar, since Survivor Series, and that's a great thing.
1: Mm-hmm. That is a
0: great idea. Even when it's a Thanksgiving uh, f- f- fight, feast fight, fight feet, whatever they called it. Um <laughs> Uh, there there was a funny moment in that if you missed the miss the end of the match where they got some of the gravy or whatever the hell it is on the floor and every new day member that comes out slips and falls on it and they cannot stand up and they're legit laughing they're just like well this isn't supposed to be part of this can you stand up no i can't stand up oh well
1: um are we going to talk about the true hero of, of survivor series at any point in this episode linda i
0: mean i don't i don't know what you're talking about so
1: linda the security guard who got enzo amore out of there and also Is that tried her actual to, name, or are you just giving her? A name? No, that's a real name. She's been all over the okay. internet. You, you know, it's okay. the same woman who tried to bonk the Gronk. I did not. Oh, okay. So, for those you don't know, I like Jason. Way back when uh, Gronkowski came out to beat up Jinder Mahal, there was a security guard who was like, "No," and she tried to like stop Gronkowski and keep him in his seat when he was supposed to get was like, "No, I need to go do it." And like, you see someone in the background like come and whisper to her, "No, he needs to get on the stage." <laughs> Like she's just like you can tell no. by his size he's supposed to be doing this <laughs> so uh, like and so she like was very serious like no 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 nothing I'm the security guard here I am the law this this giant man is not going to get in there with those other giant men well she is the same woman who tackled Enzo Amore and kicked him out of Survivor Series and she also jumped in front of some food so that some kids didn't get hit with it during this food fight.
0: Oh, wow. She is uh, amazing. She needs she, a contract. She is, she is quite the... I, I hope she gets a, a slammy at the end of the year. That would be uh, th- that would be a, a very choice thing. She and Nicholas to, <laughs> battling out for the... <laughs> who is that person again? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, Linda's I, name
1: will go down in infamy. No one will ever I, forget Linda.
0: I love if you watch the clip, he does get through his entire quote-unquote catchphrase before she jerk, yanks him down. <laughs> Bada boom, realest guy in the room. How you doing? Whoa! (laughs) 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 And then immediately the hands go up just like, okay, I've been caught. I didn't know Linda was on tonight. (laughs) This is not a serious crime. (laughs) Tonight it will be Enzo Amore facing Linda.
1: Heck yeah, I'd watch that match. First intergender match of WWE, Linda versus Enzo Amore. Bring it on. With Bronkowski just clapping in the background like a dork.
0: I mean, that that, that is Rob Gunkowski's – that's that's his place. So um, while I'm talking about the tag teams, I also have to give a quick shout-out to The New Day in particular uh, with the Thanksgiving Feast Fight or whatever it was called and uh, the most recent episode – uh, they're backstage making fun of the Miz. Uh, they did get a match later on the show, but uh, making fun of the Marine Six. And then they're they're talking about something, and Biggie starts talking about like the, the synopsis of Marine Six, and they're just like, oh, "You are you're a closet mariner," and he's just like, Ew! like the comedic <laughs> like, oh, biting my fingers, and and they're so over the top. They're having so much fun with it, and I at, at least this is not you know. The pancakes nonstop. This is still funny. Uh, I, I, Hats off to new day. Yeah. I, I just, I still love them and everything they do. They
1: find them. something fun in every episode and that's, they do. So I,
0: they Well, they make it fun. Like it's not just that they're being put in funny things. It's that they're fun guys mm-hmm. and they, they, they maybe shake their dicks at things a little too much for, for being as into kids as they are and the kids into them. But, um, I, I, it's also very funny to watch a kid try and cosplay that, doing the Big E thing, just dead eyes shaking their cross. It's like, <laughs> oh no, what have I taught the kids? Remember Ultimate Warrior used to go like this. That was fun to watch. <laughs> this one's a little uh, a little suspect. I um, Also, really quick, want to hit up the NXT UK division, um, who is still killing it. Uh, I guess they're burning episodes, so they are doing two episodes every Wednesday, which is ruining my week's. But uh, it's a lot of wrestling to keep up with. But they are—they're building their roster. They are—they uh, crowned their first women's champion um, in a match between Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley, the fake rocker versus the real er rocker. Um, and I was shocked to see Rhea Ripley actually win. Uh, if you haven't had time to watch that match, you should go back because uh, Tony Storm, who won the uh, May Young Classic this year, wrestles the match like she's the rookie. Like, she, she doesn't – Ripley, like, attacks her, you know, leg and her back, and so she when she goes up to do her finisher, she can't. Like, she crumples, and then Ripley's like, oh, wait, I can win this right now. Nice. And does the, the riptide on her, and boom, she's the champ. And it makes sense, but it's – it also seems like it's a, the same Basler story of, like, now Tony Storm has to go, like, refocus and learn, you know – learn from her mistakes so she can take down rhea ripley so i i like the kind of story they're playing out there and it's also uh yeah just cool to have their first champion and triple h and johnny saint who's the gm of the uk brand uh come out and celebrate with her and it's it, it was a nice moment and yeah hats off to that division it's it's definitely taking off they're building uh right now they only have pretty much the eight women that were in that tournament but uh, I know they're getting more, and so that, that that's fun to watch. And there's also a match between Jordan Devlin, who is uh, Finn balor light, I would say. <laughs> you probably wouldn't be happy about that. But he, he looks like Finn Balor. He was trained by Finn Balor. And he he just is. Like, he, everything about him looks screams Finn Balor. Absolutely no body fat. Um, but he worked his way up to a title match with Pete Dunne, which was very, very good. So if you haven't watched that one, you should go back and watch that as well. It was...
1: A very good match. No, oh, sounds sounds great. I, I really liked the one episode that I've been able to watch so far. So I should really. I keep thinking, oh, I should just watch NXT. There's only one hour of it now. There's like three hours of NXTs every week.
0: Yeah, yeah. I eventually they will get to I imagine one episode a week. But like I said, I think they're burning them off right now, and uh, something. But, well, they have NXT UK Blackpool, I think, coming up. In January, So they are a takeover. Sorry. They are doing a takeover for the UK brand. Uh, oh, cool. Which will be interesting. But yeah, they, they've, they're they they getting the rivalries built up. They're getting their stars built up. They're getting me to like, you know, learn their names and learn th- things about them. You know, Garo is the, the luchador with the weird horns.
1: Yeah, that cannot be comfortable to wrestle in. I've been watching that man for years and I do not understand how anyone could do anything with flip, 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 flip. flip. It's like two giant penises on the I side have a of his feeling head.
0: they look very light I think they're probably made of foam and they seem like they bend pretty easily so I don't think it's it looks funny but I don't think it's uh, that that much of a detriment to his wrestling um and on NXT uh the episode after takeover is that the usual like just recap of takeover basically there's like a there's a Larray cross match that's worth watching but not much else um but the most recent match had Keith Lee versus Lars Sullivan And holy shit, is that an awesome Haas match. If you did not see that and you love Haas matches, you've got to go watch this. I do love
1: Haas matches.
0: Oh, my God. Keith Lee uh, hits a couple of uh, moves. His Man, his size should not be hitting or doesn't look like he should be able to hit. And uh, Lars Sullivan looks uh, all the more beastly for standing up to him. And, and, uh, you know, he he wrestles guys mostly... uh, much smaller than him and so he squashes him so watching him actually beat keith lee uh makes him look like a legit threat coming up to the main roster which uh it seems like he is any day now i don't know where his debut or (laughs) as matt riddle would call it, his (laughs) debut. i love people saying that was a screw-up and i'm like no i think he did that on purpose i think that's what he thinks that word is yeah i think that's either part of his character or that's just matt riddle and he does not care because he will still knee your face off um so going back to killer gimmick i have some uh, an awesome more awesome things there that we've kind of talked about already uh the Miz and his his silliness at survivor series uh you talked about how that led to what they're doing right now on smackdown which is nothing it's weird it's uh so he and dan he he considers himself to be uh co i'm willing to say co owners co best in the co-fathers. world fathers Co, yeah, co bests in the world. Yeah, they
1: uh, he do, they do have joint custody of that trophy. That's funny. And
0: him shoving it, thrusting it into Shane McMahon's hands, like you 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 should be taking better care of our baby, and then leaving, storming off, and Shane McMahon just okay. <laughs> I don't. I I would not have stepped in on this match if this is what was going to happen.
1: Oh, boy. I could have just fired you.
0: Yeah. Yeah uh so I, I i guess they wouldn't put uh brian against miz right now because brian would destroy him and also they're both technically heels so i maybe they're putting him with shane i don't know where
1: where this is going necessarily but it's it's entertaining if nothing else i still uh, want my miz face turn and he just points to everyone's like look told you danny brian kicks people in the dick then you go back and you doctor a bunch of videos where he's constantly kicking everyone he ever beat in the dick
0: but I think, I, I think it would be an interesting face turn, because I feel like everybody would still hate him, and he would, he would be okay with it, because he's like, I just want you guys to like me now, so I'm not going to do anything mean, but please stop being mean to me. <laughs> and then they're just like, nope, we still don't like you. You're still just, I, I mean... But we've always there, wanted to like him. But it's also just from where he came from like the real world the when he came up with the Miz uh moniker and everything all the way from back then he's just it's easy to hate him so not wrong to like him as a face i think i think it would just create an interesting dynamic i don't think he would be a typical face i think you would still you would you would joke with him like you hate him but you also you you love his wrestling and you clearly respect everything he does so I I think it would be an interesting interesting dynamic. And if you went into WrestleMania with Brian versus Miz and Miz is the face, then you've you've worked miracles and well done.
1: And I think they can do it. I think they're both capable of, of pulling it off. So that's what I want to see. Yeah. Um
0: That is uh my most mostly my wrap up of the good we do really, really, really quickly just briefly want to touch on how much of a garbage fire the last episode of Raw was.
1: I think you just summed oh, it up right there.
0: I it was, it was so bad it made me think. You know, I don't have to waste my Monday nights this way anymore. <laughs> like it was just, it was just a disrespectful to my time. Nothing on that show besides Rollins and Ziggler, which we've seen before. And really came, uh, there's no reason to do it. The, Rollins gives out the uh, the Intercontinental Championship Open Challenge. So we're like, oh man, we get to see a fresh match. He's going to wrestle Chad Gable? That would be awesome. No, no. Dolph Ziggler says, I got next. <laughs> we're like, no.
1: Yeah, that was weird.
0: That's That, that was the only good thing. Okay, I, I take that back. There was the one thing we already talked about, and we will briefly touch on it because I know you're very excited about it, especially... Um, your boy, the toy collector, Kurt Hawkins, yeah! getting, getting a shot. Uh, so Braun Strowman's out with an elbow injury, uh, legit, and also kayfabe. Um, so we have to find somebody to be with Ember Moon for the mixed match challenge. And so who gets a spot? <laughs> Not the, the, the biggest, most dominant monster in the company, the most losing superstar right now on their roster. Kurt Hawkins, you're up. Um, it was a, a wonderful moment to watch ember moon win her match against alicia fox because of course she did and uh to watch kurt hawkins treat it like his win and just being like yes i finally did it <laughs> and she's got this look on her face of like you no, did no, nothing that's not sir. how wins work we're not actually a team yet and also no that's not how it works
1: uh, i think that is how it works i think this is like a turning point for him they could build off this like There is actually a lot of potential in a Kurt Hawkins redemption story at this point. They have... Oh, there is.
0: Yeah, that's... I mean, that's what... They have shirts that literally... It's just tally marks of all the losses. So, they're clearly, like, keeping that in their back pocket for... I I honestly think he should tag with Zack Ryder if he ever comes back and they can be like the Toy Bros or something (laughs) and take on Mojo Rawley and a a partner of his choosing, Gronk. Linda! And... yeah. Um... Yeah, I, there's definitely money in that. I will uh, disappoint you and say he did lose his mix, Mismatch Challenge. Yeah, I, I saw that. So that was... It, that was uh, I, 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 I hope it's not the end of that story, but I kind of feel like... It very well it, could it, be. Like, yeah, it is the end of it. And also, how doomed is the Mismatch Challenge this year? Like, three teams are not even close to what they were when they started. Yeah. Like, Styles is no longer there. Now it's Hardy. And Strowman's not there. Now it's Hawkins. And there's one team that completely swapped. I'm forgetting who it was. But didn't
1: they put... Um,
0: like, Mickey James is now with Lashley, and it was supposed to be Sasha Banks. Um, well, that's been from the get-go. Bobby Roode got put with... No, it wasn't. It was supposed to be Sasha Banks. And she got injured, so that still counts as a, a swap. Okay, fair enough. Uh, and actually, the original swap was Alexa Bliss, Ember Moon for Alexa Bliss. So, yeah, that entire team is not originally what it was supposed to be. Um yeah just at, i mean injuries happen and that's the name of the game bobby rude is with natalia i forget who that
1: originally was but uh, he was originally supposed to be with i don't think he was supposed to be with anybody i think it was natalia and somebody else oh it was natalia an and kevin owens wasn't it or was that last time
0: yeah yeah it was because they were team paws right and when they said oh now it's bobby rude what are you gonna call the team they're like team paws <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it was a stupid name to begin with. We're just gonna go with it, <laughs> and Bobby by Rue just you know it says things are gonna be glorious. Uh, yeah, they,
1: they they started a few storylines where like in the first few matches like everyone was trying to make Miz and Oscar make out. I thought that was gonna be a thing, but that's kind of gone away. Um, now the story is she hates him because she got him. They got their first loss. Yeah. Which I mean, once again, you could do something with that. There's a lot of potential for things to happen in this mix max challenge, but they're just as it because no one's watching it because it's on stupid Facebook. Because yes, okay, well,
0: you, you answered your own question. There, there it is. Like that's and considering that the now the uh, top the thirty spots in both Royal Rumbles is up for grabs. You would think they would really be pushing that, but maybe they're waiting until like the finals. Cause I know we're, I know we're getting there, but we're not there yet. So I wonder if they're waiting till the finals air on. Uh... I, th- I thought I saw that the finals were going to be on TLC. Uh, Maybe it's not. Maybe it's actually at the, well, wait, it it, at the Royal
1: Rumble. Wait, how could it be at the Royal Rumble? How could it be at the Royal Rumble if they? they gets to start the show with that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I guess you start you could get with that.
0: that. Yeah, start with that match, and whoever wins gets the spot later on the night in the Royal Rumbles, Royals Rumble. <laughs> the Rumbles Royal. To pluralize that. There you go. You nailed it, as always. I uh, like so that, that uh, does it for our wrestling our, our talk these past couple weeks. Um, lots of good. Raw was bad. I hope Raw's better on Monday. I'm, I'm still going to watch it because just at least a small part of myself still hates hates everything that I am. So I will be there watching that. I, I imagine you will watch the highlights as well because mm-hmm. well, you're smarter yeah, than I am. I, yes Basically. i'll have to finish that i'll finish it for you trust me I, I understand um so that will do it for this episode of pro grapplers we thank you for listening if you like it please subscribe you can do so on apple Podcasts, google podcast whatever fine fine establishment you find your podcast if you can leave a review while you're there if that's possible five stars is
1: uh probably unnecessary i don't know if we deserve five stars
0: <laughs> um i yeah it's not expected but uh mom if you're out there listening I it case, would be great <laughs> it would be um on twitter you can find us at p grapplers individually i am at the jason sigler
1: and i am individually at idahobo
0: we'll talk at you next week on the greatest podcast in the history of our sport i'm amazing jason sigler
1: and i am always steve the Shinkakushini.
0: We are stacking all this furniture for something else that's coming up in the future. I'm not quite sure. Here on Pro Grapplers.
1: Pro (laughs) Grapplers. I forgot I said that. (laughs) Took two weeks off. I've been in Canada.